Hello and welcome to Nerd Vomit. I'm Doug. With me is Christina. We're nerds and this is our vomit. Say hello, Christina. Why do I have to say hello? So that they don't think this is some kind of weird fight club Tyler <laughs> Durden I'm imagining you thing. So sure, at least you're still here. I almost killed you before this. I mean, this. wouldn't it be weird if, like, you know, I was doing your voice too? That, that would be a little bit weird, though. Admittedly, there'd be no interrupting, which would be nice. But, um, so let's get into it because we do have some leftovers, which is gross when you think about vomit. Um, there's some stuff we didn't pour that sawdust stuff on from elementary school yeah. from last week. Yeah. Uh, but only really one thing, which is um, Harley Quinn. And I know you wanted me to kind of talk about that because there's a Big Bang, conne- uh, Big Bang Theory connection. Um, yeah, that is right. You did, you did tell me about that last Because it's time. Uh, two different actresses or actors, if you want to. They prefer to be called actors, but like, it, like I, I, I just... Differentiate between the actor and the actresses based on the male. I know, but others. they go, oh, well, we want to be like just one like common thing, but it's like, but actor's male. Like, that's... So, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to be, you know, as PC and not gender as I can, but I mean, I do prefer actress versus actor, and I think... You know, you're not going to... It's it's like with the Oscars. You don't have, like, best actor and their ladies in it. Like, you have yeah. actor, actress, the yep. supporting... I mean, so anyway, I could go on and on about this, but let's not get political. Um, so Harley Quinn, uh, very mature rated, very R-rated. I mean, there's no boob um, that I've seen. Uh, you don't, you know, you don't see, like, you know, Poison Ivy's bush or... Well, that was kind of a funny pun I didn't mean yeah, to make. Yeah, that was quite a... Um, so I almost said sex salad. Anyway... <laughs> um, <laughs> made me think of something else from our day job, but anyway. Oh um, God, Doug. Yeah, I held up a salad um, on my crotch, and I was like, like I was like, this is what like vegan lesbians see all the time, or something. Oh like, my God. And uh, our, our, I believe our mutual friend Carlin like fucking lost it. Just because it was so, like, left field, me just joking around. I wonder around. what Katie would have said to that. Yeah. She's not lesbian, but she's vegan. I have theories. I also had a theory that she was a guy in drag. That's another story. Um, you have told me that theory. Yes. And I, our, our, at the time, our, uh, our boss completely agreed with my theory. But anyway, so Harley Quinn, uh, mature-rated uh, cartoon. To put into perspective, um, Harley calls everyone fucking asshole. While at uh, while crashing, I believe the penguin's nephew's bar mitzvah, huh. which alone is a great premise for the uh, an un episode, let alone the second episode. Yeah. And you have like the Legion of Doom is invited, so you have like Bane and Two Face and Penguin and Joker crashes it after Harley and Poison Ivy crash it. Um, Kite Man's there. Yeah, you it's heard me. Kite pa- Man. Total evil party there. Um, I mean, it's more of a regular bar mitzvah than it is like an evil bar mitzvah, but. Um, but it is, you know, like like I said, uh, very R-rated in terms of you do see blood um, and like broken bones poking out of like arms and shit. Um, it's and then the lang- and then yeah, the language is a lot saltier. Um, I didn't know what to make of the first episode at first, and having watched the second episode, I love it. Um, if you were dab and we were doing uh, what's called love it or shovel it. Um, I would say a, a, a good love it. Like it's it's uh, not my like my favorite show of all time, but um, it was one of those I was kind of on the fence. Like you know, am I gonna like this? Like how raunchy is it gonna be? Is like raunchy gonna ruin it? And they found a really nice balance between the raunch and the comedy and the character development of like Harley Quinn going out on her own. And uh, apparently, there's there will be an episode where Doctor Psycho calls Wonder Woman a bitch, 
which I cannot wait to see. That will be interesting. So it's one of those that you'd want to give, at least get to the second episode. Give it like a yeah, chance like to the first I, two. I would say, like, you know, with the usual five um, episode rule, uh, Harley Quinn's already beat it with two episodes. I, I, I'm, I'm grabbed. Um, usually the five episode rule is for shows that like slow burns. I mean, we're, you know, I don't know about you, but I'm a huge Joss Whedon fan and Joss Whedon, it always takes you know, a handful of episodes or an entire season to really find legs. Okay. So, you know, like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I've had some of those where I I get through like five and I'm still on the fence because it's just like, haven't quite grasped me yet. Yeah, Batwoman's kind of like that with me where, I mean with, and we'll talk about the looming crisis in a bit, but it really didn't quite grab me and now I'm just like watching because I'm like, eh, I gotta at least, you know, finish up the season and then there's a crossover and you know, we'll see if I watch it next year. I mean, I like yeah. some of the nods and stuff, but um, it's it's been not lackluster, but very like I'm like okay, I get it, I got I see what you're doing. And everyone's like, oh, we don't like lesbian Batwoman. I'm like, she's a lesbian in the comics. Like, deal with it. And Ruby Rose isn't doing a bad job. Okay. Um, I I mean, she was on Orange Is the New Black, and I know I'm on like nine different tangents. We will get back to Harley Quinn. Um, and I didn't watch the season of Orange Is the New Black with her on it. Um. I had dropped off by then, uh, but I mean, she's she's good as Batwoman as Kate Kane. So, um, but yeah, the whole like we had a girlfriend character just to like, you know, have them like break up because like I can't reconcile Batwoman and being Kate. It's like, ugh. yeah, um, bit hamfisted for me. But anyway, my whole thing about Big Bang Theory and and Harley Quinn is that, and I'm gonna forget uh, one actress's name and I'm going to fuck up another's name um, because I'm sorry. Uh, but uh, the one that played Bernadette, who marries uh, Wallowitz, um, she voiced Harley Quinn in Batman and Harley Quinn, the animated uh, movie, which, if you haven't seen, keep living your life. It is fucking awful. Um, it was written by Bruce Tim, who we love, Christina. But it was like if 12-year-old or 13-year-old Bruce Tim, oh, she's showing me that she, A, got a text from Michelle, but... Uh, Melissa Ber- Raj. Yes, Yes. What was it? Melissa Rush? Rush? Yeah. Something like that? Something like that. Um, but, like, it just, it wasn't, it wasn't great. It was very um, infantile, uh, very, like, like 13-year-old boy humor, which I okay. didn't expect out of a Batman cartoon. Um, and I expect better of Bruce Timm, to be perfectly honest. Um, and then, uh, I'm going to fuck this up. Kelly. Quico? Kaylee. Kaylee. I think it's. Coco? Quacko? Calco? Calco? I think it's something like that. Yeah, she plays Maybe Penny. Try, but I mean, yeah. She plays Penny. I'm going to fuck up another thing when, because there's a gentleman who died, sadly, that... Oh, sad day. Yeah, but he's got, like, this really crazy French name. But... Well, that um, would be fun to hear you pronounce. Yeah, but, yo. <laughs> but uh, Penny uh, voices Harley Quinn, so it's a little weird hearing Harley Quinn not only curse, but it's weird hearing Penny curse at the same time. Yeah. Um, it's one of those. So, you said it was on silent. I heard that. It wasn't me. It's literally on silent. Oh, Sorry. that might have been me. Nope, not me. Uh, but yeah, so big fan of that Harley Quinn animated. Like I said, I wasn't 100% on board for it. I you know, was like, eh, I'll watch it. We'll see. It's not going to be like high priority. And I haven't added it onto my, my watch list Yeah. Um, of stuff every week that I get. Um, I don't forget to do that. But yeah, but uh, Harley Quinn, I, I think I might add to the list. Okay. I think I might like actively watch it as opposed to like, oh yeah, there are a couple episodes that are already out, like I'll catch up. 
Um, so I'm not going to passively watch it like I do some shows. Now, like where is that it watchable on? Uh, DC Universe, which DC is Universe. the right. the specifically DC side of Warner Brothers streaming. Okay. That launched a year and a half ago, maybe? Because um, they've already done two seasons of Titans, which I've talked about and highly recommend. Uh, a season of Doom Patrol, highly recommend. Batman. I can only remember you telling me that. That's Titans. Those. Doom yep. Patrol is... Um, Robot Man, the Negative Man, um, and it's it's just it like Umbrella Academy is weird, and it, 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 the Umbrella Academy, written by Gerard Way from My Chemical Romance, owes its like DNA to Doom Patrol, and okay. Gerard Way has said that like he's a huge Grant Morrison fan, the guy who Grant Morrison famously rebooted um, Doom Patrol in the uh, late '80s and early '90s, and really made it strange. Umbrella Academy kind of shied a bit away from the strangeness, okay. the weirdness. Doom Patrol fully Embraces embraced it. it. The season finale involves a giant rat and a giant cockroach making out. Did you really say a giant rat and a giant cockroach? Yes. Alright then. Thanks to uh, Mr. Nobody, who can kind of like, has like an omniscient um, narrator ability, so you can kind of control things, like reality. Um, uh, played by awesomely by Alan Tudyk, uh, and uh, yeah, he it's like it's it's so hard to put that into context, but like, I'm kidding. Th- once again, there's things I never thought I'd be able to see filmed, like um, the story of the the uh, cult of the unwritten book storyline by Grant Morrison, um, specifically Danny the Street. I know I've said this ad nauseum. Danny the Street is a um, in the comic and uh, to some extent the show I think they call it, they say gender fluid because that wasn't a thing when Grant Morrison was writing but basically it's a a, a queer cross-dressing sentient street okay like you're going well how the fuck are you even gonna film yeah. that and they do like Doom Patrol like that's why I loved it like it just embraced the weird um it embraced the Grant Morrison run uh so yeah so DC Universe um, they also have a, a great, like, uh, kind of like chat show with um, Sam Levine and oh, what is her name? Shit, I can't think of her name. And she was at Denver Comic Con uh, this year, and I and I, um, it's gonna come to me. Hold on, uh, Clark Wolf is her name, and I ended up. She's been a, a regular on the Douglas Movies podcast, and I ended up talking to her because I just listened to an episode with her on it, and I just like I caught her like as she was like wrapping up off stage, and I was like, hey, you know, like. I just want to say, I just got on listening to your episode of Doug Loves Movies with like, whoever it was, and like you and this person. And she goes, Oh my God. And I was like, I am such a huge fan of your humor. Like, it's so nice to like put a face to the na- voice. And she was like, Oh my God. Like, I've never thought anyone would. I'm like, I'm a huge fan just from like hearing you on Doug Loves Movies. Um, so crazy. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, speaking of DC Universe, I also finally got into the only season, unfortunately, of Swamp Thing. Um, which I had kind of read reviews early on and it lives up to the hype, folks. Uh, Phenomenally written, very sophisticated. Uh, It's like a true southern, like, gothic horror. Okay. Like, it is... The second episode has a guy being... uh, No, third? I can't remember which episode it is. No, I think it's the second episode where this guy's chasing this little girl because... She witnessed a murder, and she's like somehow that tied to witnesses. Yeah, and she's kind of somehow psychically tied to Swamp Thing so far. I haven't, they haven't really revealed too much about it. Okay. 
Um, but of course, Swamp Thing saves her. Um, and basically, he impales the guy with a bunch of vines to like get her away from him or get him away from her. And then when he like starts to attack Swamp Thing, vines wrap around his like limbs and basically just fucking draw and quarter hurt. him. Like yeah, Ooh. like and it's like bleh, like it's like a Gallagher like fucking watermelon. Everywhere. Like it's fucking everywhere. And then he gets reanimated, like as like a sentient corpse full of bugs. Like imagine like Ooh, a like, corpse version of Oogie Boogie from Nightmare Before <laughs> Christmas. Bring up Boogie. But like not funny, but like gross. Ooh. Um like I hate bugs and creepy crawlies as it is. Yeah, like so I, I it's been great. Um phenomenal cast of uh, Virginia Madsen. Jessica Beal is in it, like um, uh, not Jessica Beale. Wait, no. Fuck. Who's the one from Flashdance? Shit. Um yeah, look that up for me. Because she's married to Agent Coulson from um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and the Avengers. Okay. Um, whatever his fucking name is. Uh, but uh, uh, not Jessica Field. Jessica... Uh, Je- oh, Jennifer Beals. That's what I meant. Uh, who's she married to real quick? Click You're on that. close to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, she's married to... Um, uh, no, not... So. Nope. She is married to... You're not bringing it up very quickly. Just click on Wikipedia. Uh, that is her spouse's. Yeah, in '98, she's married to Ugh. she's married to Coulson. Just click on Wikipedia. Or not JessicaBeals.com. That's not going to tell us who she's married to. Shut up, Doug. Anyway, she's married to Agent Coulson, uh, whose actor name I'm suddenly forgetting. And you're going to say it, and then I'm going to be like, oh yeah, um, yeah, blah blah blah. Donate. This is great podcasting, folks. No, no, no. No. Anyway. They haven't um, updated it, apparently. Jennifer Beals, uh, Virginia Madsen, Will Patton, great. Uh, I know him from Falling Skies, which was like Walking Dead with Aliens. Um, the guy who plays Alec Holland was great. Um, the guy who plays, uh, the woman that plays Abby Arcane, awesome. And there's another name in there. Oh, fucking Ian Ziering is in it. As Daniel Cassidy, the Blue Devil. Like, no. obscure fucking pull, and I love it. Um, oh, and Kevin Durant uh, from The Strain is that neat plays Jason Woodrew, who eventually could feasibly become uh, the Floronic Man. Look up who Agent Coulson is. It's going to drive me nuts. I can't think of his fucking name. Um, Clark Gregg. Okay, but yeah, now hold on. Click on him. because he's, he's married to... Oh, Jennifer Grey was the one from... Fuck it, never mind. Um... <laughs> You had the the Beals. Right? I, had, I, had, I, had, I had Jennifer, and then I had Jennifer on that one. But anyway, uh, this is good. Yeah, we need to fucking actresses. fucking get my shit together. <laughs> um, Swamp Thing, fantastic. Highly recommended. Uh, like I said, I'm only on the. I've gotten Third three episode? episodes in out of eight. Unfortunately, it's going to be the only season. That's so sad. Uh, keep asking me why that's so sad. Why is that so sad, Doug? As you drink your beer. Well, that's how the sausage is made, folks. <laughs> well, it's sad it's because it's a great show. It's uh, going to be the only season because some uh, bean counter uh, over at DC fucked something up, and they were supposed to get, I think, like forty million or like something. Like, they were supposed to get a significant like tax rebate on filming in, I believe it was Georgia or Louisiana, and something fell through. Someone didn't carry a one. And Warner Brothers ended up on the line with, for like twenty-four million dollars, 
out of like the forty million dollar budget. Like it was more than half, and they went, "Great, um, this you screwed up, so we're done with this." Yeah, like this. basically they're just like, "Sorry, financially we're not going to keep it going because it's not viable at this point." So it really sucks that I'm really liking it, and no, I'm wondering because I feel like I've seen this happen with other shows where they just do a one season hit wonder, but then a few years later they'll bring it back. Well, this isn't like how Netflix can like you know reinvigorate a series like Black Mirror or. Arrested Development. I mean, this is a D, like DC is owned by Warner Brothers. It's they're not going to license it out. Yeah. Um, could, no, what I'm talking about is like Warner Brothers. Like later, re, like bringing maybe it like back. once once they get like they kind of recoup from, you know, maybe generate what they need from Titans and Doom Patrol and Harley Quinn. Um, I think they've they've got one other show coming out. I think um, that I, I'm unsure of. That's top of my head, but yeah, I'd love to see more Swamp Thing. I mean, just that I'm like three episodes in and just psyched watching it, and such a great cast. And but it's one of them, like, like if they do bring it back, like, can they pull the cast together? I mean, I don't see Virginia Madsen in much. Want to come back? Um, you know, you know, uh, yeah, Kevin Durant. I mean, I love him as an actor. Um, if you ever get a chance to watch The Strain, it's not terrible. Um, it's basically Guillermo del Toro's take on vampires. That it's like okay. basically it's a virus. I mean, there's some semi supernatural elements to it, but basically it's like a guy who's like a CDC, like path uh, pathologist or whatever, like starts figuring gets wrapped up in this whole like vampire like apocalypse. Okay. Um, let's see. Quick note on that: since yeah. we were talking about budgets and money and companies like Warner Brothers being on the hook for things. I just saw an article that Bill Nye is suing Disney for $24 million because he thinks that they withheld money from him and didn't pay him enough when he made his show Bill Nye the Science Guy. Was that on like Nat Geo or was it Disney? It was, it's produced and owned by Disney. Okay. I'm a kid, so it was just something interesting. I was like, you're now doing this so many years later from the 90s, and now it's almost the end of the decade of the 2000s. Yes, no. Oh, that. and they just launched Disney Plus. That seems weird. Um, and I don't know if Bill Nye's part of Disney Plus. You know what I mean? Like the show. Yeah. Um, Blue is on Netflix. They put him on Netflix, but that was before Disney Plus was. Right, and then Disney started pulling, and Marvel started pulling everything yeah. back. But um, yeah, just to, I saw it too that they wrote him a check for like almost six hundred thousand dollars and they were like oh wait you actually owe us four hundred and eighty thousand dollars of that like they did some weird math thing and all this it was like an accounting it's a whole debacle and i'm just like i wonder yeah i wonder if that was a bad contract management like and he's actually not owed it or and he's going after like royalties or some kind of licensing well yeah it was something like that and like he just believes that they didn't pay him what, like, out of the profits that they made from the show and everything. That's contract. That, I mean, that's yeah. so contract law. And then they did um, something else where, like, fifty percent of, like, when they, I think, put on Netflix or something. He should have like, got a cut of that. Other things, like, fifty percent of it went, but he was only supposed to get one third of that fifty percent due to like other people that okay. were involved. And it's just, I didn't fully dive deep into it. I just kind of scoffed and laughed at it a little bit. Like, really, it's you were. In the 90s, and now you're doing this, you know, how many like decades, decades later? later? Yeah. And he's doing fine. He's, like, the head of the Seattle Astronomy Club or yeah. something. Um, it's like, don't get me wrong, folks. Loved him as a kid. Loved seeing that TV and that Mine was Mr. Room. Wizard, so. Well, you know, you are 113 years old, Doug. I'd be 114 tomorrow. Um, 
but no, it's, it's funny you bring that up because I was just listening to something where, you know, they were like, oh yeah, remember when like Carrie Elwes got pissed because like they paid him like, I mean obviously this is some or uh, hyperbole, but um, they paid him like nine dollars to be in Saw, and then of course Saw made like fucking Matrix money. Yeah. Um, and he was like, well, I want more money, and they're like, we paid you what you were contracted out for. You can sue us, but you're not going to win. So I wonder like where that falls with with Bill Nye. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm interested. With Swan thing, it was just someone didn't carry the one somewhere, and yep. you know they didn't do their due diligence. And I don't know if it's if it was where they were filming or Warner Brothers, but obviously it had to be Warner Brothers because or else they wouldn't have been on the hook. They would have sued the state, which is would be weird. Yeah, um, that would have been interesting to hear about. Let's Warner see. Warner Brothers takes State of Georgia to Supreme Court. Well, I wouldn't get it. Wouldn't get to the Supreme. Yeah, I know. I'm joking. Maybe yeah, like top circuit in Georgia or Louisiana or wherever it was. Um, wow, we really went tangent, tangent, tangent. But that's what Nerd is all about. Yes, um, we're nerds, and this is our vomit. Yep, and that's what we said at the beginning. Um, oh fuck! Speaking of saying things at the beginning, I didn't bring this up you at all. You forgot your intro, and I even tried to lead you into it. Did you really? I did. I said, and you almost died before the show. I wasn't listening. No, you um, weren't. You were in your own little I was, tangent. I was focused on not imagining you. Um, Please so yes, don't. I want to so, stay out of your dreams as much as possible. Yeah. Well, I brought that up last week, didn't I? Um, yes, you did. Cool. So, uh, yeah, no more weird draft lady dreams, luckily. So, yes, uh, at time of recording, and I talk about this on Dam as well, uh, tomorrow's my birthday. Um, I don't care. I don't put any emphasis on like it's my day or anything like that it's just another fucking Tuesday to me folks um but I did get my presents from Christina yep. one of which I I mean I was, I was blindsided by both obviously I didn't expect either one um but for my birthday right yeah it was for my, for my birthday I got a sh- uh My Hero Academia I'm gonna f- possibly fuck this up like vinyl what would you call it statue it's not a maquette it's figure Vinyl like figure a, yeah. of a racer head from My Hero Academia. Or also known as, like, PVC figures. Okay. Which is Hermelu, as opposed to, like, it's the equivalent of Funko Pops for me. Um, a lot more expensive, though. Depending on what you get. Yes. As long as I'm not going vaulted, then yes. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm a huge fan of the racer head character. It's great. I mean, obviously, if you watch, if you watch the show, mm-hmm. and she does, and I do, you can tell that I'm like, yeah, I like that guy. Like, yep. A, a quick, quick favorite for me. Um, and he just like doesn't give a shit. Nope. He just doesn't want to be bothered. He really doesn't care about teaching the class. He's like, let's it's just great. get my job done and go home. Yes. And our curl up in a sleeping bag and stand there and teach yes. the class. Um, now, Christmas presents, which got you. The Christmas present completely blindsided me. It's another of the Disney Park exclusives. Um, one very near and dear to my heart is Figment the Dragon. Uh, from uh, he's the uh, official unofficial I don't know uh, but he is a mascot I'll use the indefinite article uh, a mascot of Epcot I believe he is yeah the, the Epcot or was or the for maybe, like maybe they have like the like Epcot yeah um, and I still have my stuffed figment from when I was seven um, he's a little purple dragon he's a figment of your imagination which is where his name comes from yep. um as I am almost 114 years old, may I have to explain who Figment is to some people. <laughs> um, but it is, uh, it wasn't say a vaulted, but it's a, kind of a retired mold. Um, they only do for the, like I said, um, Disney Park exclusives. 
and I, I didn't expect you to get it, and I was actually struck speechless. Yes, yes. folks. Which is very rare for Doug to be speechless. I was speechless, speechless before this started. Um, gave you two big hugs. Like, I didn't see it coming, and, and I'm going to really treasure it. It's in actually a hard, hard case, and it's going to stay in. I've um, never seen Doug happy. He's never happy. It's the first time I've it, made I'm, him I'm actually, I'm actually smiling thinking about it. I'm looking at it like I'm just like, oh, man, I got a fucking figment. Um, it was one of those when we when you got me the collector from Guardians of the Galaxy, the park exclusive. Um, you, we both kind of like fell down a hole looking at the other park exclusives, yeah. and Figment was one of those where I said, "Oh man, like one glorious day, I'm gonna you pull the trigger on, on Figment." Yeah, and so thank you for pulling the trigger uh, on that because it's a fantastic. It was released too, I believe, for the 35th anniversary of Epcot as well, but that is written on the package. Yes, so I mean. Multiple anniversaries, uh, Epcot, and um, well, like yeah, like Epcot uh, uh, opened. Uh, it after opened, I was born, I believe. Well, in I could, 19 because it's 30. No. Well, that I'm was 35. But when did it get? When did that get released though? Because Figment's like what one, one two back. Maybe I don't know when Figment was released. But anyway, um, so thrilled, 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 thrilled that I got a. Figment Funko. Um, I think I can only get 13 more Funkos, uh, and then I literally hit the ceiling. Um, oh boy! Yeah, he's getting there. Uh, folks. And I and I've got to get at least another three Borderlands ones for that set. So then you'll have space for ten. Yep, just in time for Denver Comic Con and NDK, where I always buy one at least as a commemorative thing. Yep. Maybe I'll find you another British exclusive one. Like I did last year. That was the one. The only one I cared about was the British, the UK Walgreens exclusive um, De- Deadpool the Duck. Uh, that was fantastic It was just interesting finding. how I just looked at the wall and I was like, oh, what about this one? And you look next to it. You're like, you're welcome, Doug. And Found then I showed you. Deb and then her head exploded. I am very interested to hear Doug's or Deb's reaction to the Figment. Yeah. Go. I mean, she doesn't have like the, the emotional attachment to Figment that I do, but... But just um, being a Parks exclusive it's another and her Parks being exclusive. A, figment, a figure collector herself. The fact that I'll have double the amount of park exclusives, yes. Um, speaking of things some people don't care about, what a great segue, Doug. I finally watched uh, Hobbs and Shaw, the Fast and Furious spinoff. I have not seen that one yet. How was it? Is it worth seeing? I literally stopped watching it with like 15 minutes to go and like went to bed one, morning, like one night because I was just like... Who gives a shit? <laughs> um, I mean, it's they have great chemistry. Okay. Um, Jason Statham and, and The Rock. But I did uh, see Jason Statham in the, the movie The Meg. So that's how different. I... Totally different. But that's how I recognize Because Jason Statham is like the, the bad guy for like two, uh, one or two different Fast and Furiouses. Gotcha. And the last one like had him in like The Rock like kind of back and forth. And I think everyone went, oh, we should... That'd be a great movie, and then they made it. Yeah. And, I mean, the chemistry is there, the humor's there. Um, Idris Elba is great as like Black Superman, basically. Um, he's kind of a techno, genetically enhanced soldier. Okay. Um, it was fun, but like there was no like substance to it. So is it worth like seeing in theaters, or is it better to just wait till it comes out on like paper? Well, it's already, or, it's, like, it's already out on digital. But like if. It had it yet, and we were talking about this. Um, it it depends. I mean, I can I can see if you like the Fast and Furiouses, Fast and Furious, um, and you want to see like it's, it's like not getting to that debate of but like 
what is the plural of furiousnesses? Yes. Furious. Furiouses. Um, Furiousness. Fast, fasts and furiouses. <laughs> would you pluralize both? I don't know. But anyway, that is a grammar thing we will tackle later. Like, that you want to... S- <laughs> and someone's opening up a giant thing of change on there. Yep. Sounds um, like some quarters. That's all right. Uh, so... You know, if you want to see, like, you know, all the explosions and big spectacle, I'm sure it was released in IMAX. Like, I can kind of see that, like, because it's, like a, like, a really, like, balls-out, like, action comedy. Yeah. Um, but, like, I don't, I don't care enough in that regard. Like, I just was like, eh, I'll watch it. It was, it was you know, a, kind of a mindless piece of fluff. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's very much a popcorn action movie where you're just like... Oh, okay, then that thing explodes, and then they, like, make a joke, and then that guy gets punched in the face, and then that thing explodes, and then there's, you know, a doom buggy that, you know, gets attached to a helicopter somehow. Like, you know what I mean? Like Kind of, like, predictable action that you can kind of Yeah, I mean, it's very paint-by-numbers. Gotcha. Um, but uh, it was fun. But, you know, the last 15 minutes was like, how are they going to take out Idris Elba, and, like, what's going to happen with The Rock and uh, Jason Statham's sister? Like, because they kissed for, like a hat, like, a hot second... Um, all right, all right. Like, you know, and it's like, obviously, like, you know, and then they have to learn how to work together at the end to take them down. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I know exactly what's going to happen every step of this movie. Okay. Um, like I said, it was fun. Um, I'm not ranting and raving about it. Okay. Um, our mutual friend Alex loved it. Um, oh, but he likes, he likes the Fast and Furiouses. Yeah. Furii? F- fur- yeah. That just makes it sound like uh, Charlie Theron's uh, character from Mad Max, Furiosa. That's true. Um, Imperator Furiosa. But anyway, um, yeah, it was all right. I mean, it's it's. I just watched it because I knew that I could just kind of get in and out of it, like as an action movie. Like it's nothing I had to like think about. Yeah. Um, uh, I and I would say, speaking of lackluster uh, endings. Uh, I beat Fallen Order, uh, Jedi. Beat Fallen. Uh, the Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order video game for PlayStation Four. Man, okay. what an anticlimactic ending! Oh really? my god! Oh, I've been running around these like huge maps on like five different planets and unlocking all this like crazy Jedi powers and lightsabers. I got a dual like lightsaber and all this crazy shit, and uh, I finally beat kind of the who you think is the bad guy. But it's not the bad guy. Well, you get you or get kind of. what you get. What's called the MacGuffin. Like you get like the object you're, you've been chasing, the holocron. Okay. When you beat the second sister, who's a badass like Sith, um, and you beat her, and I was like, okay, well, you know, this can't be the end of it. It's yeah. not. You're like, where are they gonna take me? Um, Darth Vader shows the fuck up, and I was like, oh shit! Now I gotta fight Lord Vader. <laughs> Fun fact, and you're going like, oh my god. You don't fight Lord Vader. He just shows up. You basically run from Lord Vader. <laughs> you escape Lord Vader. And then you go, oh, I have the holocron with all of the Jedi youth in it. And we can rebuild the Jedi Order. And then the all main right. character goes, nope, let's leave their destiny to the Force. And then just destroys it with a lightsaber. And you're like, wait, so I've been on five different planets, chased by fucking Darth Vader and spent I don't know how many hours like unlocking crazy shit for yeah. you to just chop that like the fucking thing in half and then the game just ends and I'm like okay like it, it just it's like 
it just was so anticlimactic. Um, and then I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to start, I'm going back to playing Control. So, which is basically Uncharted with psychic powers. Um, I just unlocked the, uh, the power of, um, if you get a, a bad guy or an enemy uh, low enough in um, health, you can like take over his mind and turn him against his uh, other people. Oh, nice. So you uh, yeah, take your yeah, health yeah. and you waste theirs. Exactly. And when they like die, like they still drop life like they normally do. So I'm like, yeah. sweet. Nothing but sacrificial lambs. Um, it's gonna make the game a lot easier for me because. Nice. Yeah, they're starting to really up the uh, up the ante on enemies as and I progress through the I'm game. I'm slowly getting farther in Zelda. You finally learned how to ride a horse. I did finally Tell learn. Tell me about that. I'm in rapt attention. Well, apparently you have to sneak up behind these wild horses, and then you have to try to, as they say, mount the horse. Okay, you say that like that's not an actual term. No, I know. I just like, don't know how your brain works because I know how your brain works. Kind well, of. admittedly, but talking about mount- mounting a horse from behind does have a certain connotation <laughs> that would get you either on a government list or... Have you yes. find a Mr. Hands video online? Yes. Don't ever look that up. <laughs> but you have to see up on a guy it. was fucked to death by a horse. Pretty much, you know, on jump on the horse, break the horse. Uh-huh. Wild. It's getting dirtier. But yeah, I'm still horse, using nasty. actual yeah, yeah, terms. No, okay. But yes, in the you way I am to, saying, <laughs> yes, you actually have to, like break break the horse's will to live to let you ride it. Basically. Yes pretty much tame the horse and then once you finally get on it but the they have two different ones they have the ones that have spots on them and they have solid colors spotted ones are easier solid colors are a little bit harder i chose the harder ones no okay which is great when i finally learned to do it i'm riding around so 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 the different horses are easier or harder to break yeah but like are the harder to break ones that have more incentives as opposed to like do they have more stamina do they run faster or like I, i don't know the mechanics of the game so that's you what know, I'm asking. on that one, Are they I'm more? not sure either because okay. I just went for the the solid colored ones. Okay, because in Horizon Zero Dawn, you can actually like, yeah, like they're like r- robot animals, so to speak, and. Um, I believe they would probably be. They are easier to break, like the spotted versus the solid color, because they, I believe the solid colors have a little bit more strength and stamina okay. and like speed, but then there's different herds of wild horses as you've gone through the map and I've come across two so far I broke one in one herd and then I broke one the other and it actually has like three stars on everything between strength, speed, and stamina okay so they are like rated okay, yes. that's what I was which asking. is great but then when I got my second horse I came across monsters that can ride horses and let me tell you that is a bitch I have never had so much hard time, like a harder time fighting a freaking monster on a goddamn horse than do I did you, in this game. Do you get to name them like in Red yes. Dead Redemption? Yes, I do. What what have you named your horse? My first one I named Zara. The second one I named Ventus, courtesy of Kingdom Hearts. And that's about it so far. There's no. That's backstory. not even. Yeah, like in Red Dead Redemption, I had Princess Butterfuck. <laughs> like, come on, like have some fun with it. Oh, I'm, just gonna, no, I'm just going to name them after other video game characters. No. Zara, I don't believe, is another video game character. I don't know it's what Zara is. Na- no, it's just a name I came up with. Because the first horse, I was like, that name. But there is one horse that I came across without even realizing that I could, you know... Tame it? Yes, and then board it and actually make it my horse. And it is a black horse with orange, an orange mane, and I am determined to get that horse. I just have to go find it again. And then name it after the character whose orange is a new black. No. It'll be a much more, not much more, a better name. I don't know. A Doug name. I'll call it a Doug big, name. Big Black Cock? 
That would be your horse, not mine. <laughs> Bengal fuck. That was a sports reference for once. Maybe I'll call it Princess Unicorn with Coffee. Princess Unicorn Coffee? Is that what you just said? Princess Unicorn with Coffee, based on the Funko Pop I sent oh, yeah, you a picture okay. of. I'll think, yes. of, I'll think of something. But yes, um, slowly things are getting harder for me, and I'm not used to an open-world map concept game. Yeah, you don't really play open-world games, do you? I don't, so this is very new to me. I am used to Kingdom Hearts, which is a very linear map. Yeah, I mean, there's stuff you can like, kind of split up. Here's point off. A, here's point B, but you have a little bit of, but it brings yeah, you yeah, back yeah. to the same world. Yeah. But this is complete open concept, and when I first the played The last it, couple, I believe, have been open world as well. For when I first played it, The I one went, before the one you're playing. Yeah, I went up to find a shrine, which is kind of what you have to do to find spirit orbs, all this other stuff. And I went up the mountain into cold weather, and I had no cold weather gear, and I was stuck there for two hours until I finally managed to get oh myself Oh my god, down. you were like the Germans marching into Stalingrad. That is fucking fantastic. <laughs> and I got stuck there, and I kept dying, and finally... You made, you made the same... You made the same mistake Hitler made. <laughs> Yes, you yes, I did. You and Hitler. And on that note, too, I keep falling off of cliffs and dying. Yeah, welcome to open world shit. <laughs> um, there's actually a there's a side mission in Borderlands 2 where the bad guy, Handsome Jack, will actually pay you to jump off a cliff. I mean, you respawn, like, they have, like, points. Yeah. That cost money and whatever. Um, the Hyperion, I can't remember what they call it, but it's, it's the same company he owns and runs. And if you don't jump, you don't get the gun. But if you do jump, you get, like, the special shield or gun or whatever it is. But he calls you a sellout for, like, the rest of the fucking game. And I'm like, <laughs> shit. I totally sold out, by the way. Because I wanted that goddamn gun. Um, so it's like a 50-50 choice of, like, you either don't get the awesome gun that can help you in the game or you get called a sellout the rest of the game. Yeah, and, like, when he when Handsome Jack calls you a sellout, it hurts. It, it hurts. hurts. Poor um, Doug's pride has been hurt a little bit. But that's, that's all I've got on the Vomitorium. I don't think I skipped that's, anything. That's about all um, I've got. I was going to bring up Silicon Valley, the series finale, but I've still got 25 minutes left in it, and I I dearly want to see how it ends, and I wish I had the time to watch this, but unfortunately I have another recording session for a different podcast right after this. So and We and, talk about Mandalorian, but I haven't watched the new one. Oh, I mean, like, I, 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 it's a little bit. Like but. Bobby Carnival's, ca- I mean, it's a it's a great cast for this one, because you do have, and I'm I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but it's Bobby Carnival's um, son who looks, I mean, like him. Um, so I was looking at him going, look, you look really familiar. How do I know you? And I'm like, oh, I know your dad from a ton of shit. Um, did you ever see? I'm trying to think of the one thing I can tie him to that you would know. Um, did you ever see? Ant- you you know the Ant Man movies? Yeah. Ant- Ant- you know the cop that's the um, the ex-wife's new husband? Yes. That's Bobby Carnival. Okay. He's been at a bunch of HBO stuff. Yes. He was um Cuz they, they occasionally come over great, to Ant-Man's house with the dog. Yeah, he's like yeah, yeah, he's yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah he's a, he's a stepdad in Ant-Man. Yeah. Um his son is the titular gunslinger in episode 5 of Mandalorian. And now the gunslinger is the one that ha- was going for the bounty for the assassin, correct? Is yeah, that-, that like that's his way to like into the guild. Gotcha. Um, the woman who babysits Baby Yoda is Amy Sedaris from Strangers of Candy. Um, all sorts of those. She's incredibly fucking funny. Oh, she's um, Princess Caroline on BoJack Horseman. Um, and her brother is the amazing satirist writer David Sedaris. Okay. Incredibly talented family. Um, 
Can we all have families? So let's like say uh, there's Bobby Carnival's kid. Oh, Magne uh, Mingne One is um, the like assassin? mercenary assassin they're going after. Um, Bobby Carnival's kid. I think that's. And then Mando. And then Mando. Oh, Mando. Carl Weathers isn't in it. Uh, baby. Okay. Baby Yoda has got to, like, stop. Like, I... <laughs> it's oversaturation. It's like when... It is. It is it's quite like, a bit. It's like in the 90s when Marvel figured out that putting Wolverine on the cover of anything was like printing money. Like, I don't want to be sick of Baby Yoda before the end of the season. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, now, like, it's like just, like, dumb people, like, photoshopping, like... Baby Yoda into things. It's I not actually, even about Baby Yoda. One of our coworkers showed me a picture that one of our old coworkers, Noelle from Banquets, used to do, and they had it. They turned Baby Yoda into a Pokemon Go reference, and I had to kind of cringe on that one. I was like, funny, but not funny. The only one I really do like is they they had the picture of um, when Baby Yoda's like just drinking the soup, like the way like Kermit drinks tea um, for internet memes. And this woman posted like it's like you know get the like the meme font. And it's like me looking at Baby Yoda memes, even though I like don't watch it and I have no idea what's going on. And I'm like, thank you. Like at least you admit. Yeah. That like you don't watch the Mandalorian. You may not even be a Star Wars fan. I don't know. But, but you're just like you're like, but it's stuff. fucking cute. And I'm like, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm totally gonna try to get the ten inch. Yeah, of course. You e- effectively like life size. Funko Baby Yoda. They said I didn't pre-order that for your your Christmas. Also, it just been all you got in a card. Ugh, just like yeah, the screen grab of like the confirmation number. Yep, it's like here you go, here's your receipt. Be here in three months. It's like when I had a girlfriend, uh, a then girlfriend that I bought jewelry for, and like it was the whole thing was like, I'm not gonna buy you jewelry out of your fucking mind. We're like you know, of course I ended up buying her like diamond earrings that were like um, skull and crossbones, and uh, she got me. She got me two things, but the first one was, like, a back order or whatever. It didn't time out, right? So she got me a wallet, like, just a plain... It was a wallet with, like, uh, uh, the Jolly Roger, the skull and crossbones. And I was such a dick, given we had been dating for two years so I can get away with this level of dickishness. But, like, I went, that's it? Is there money in the wallet? (laughs) Because I got you fucking jewelry. After, like... She was like, are you going to get me jewelry? I'm like, no, I'm not going to get you jewelry. I told everyone, like, all of our mutual friends, I'm like, tell her I'm not buying no jewelry. You know what I mean? Like, so she'd be like, well, what is that getting me? They're like, we don't know, but it's not, like, he's not getting you jewelry. So. Yeah. Um, Make it more of a surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She ended up getting me a really nice limited edition uh, Shepherd Fairy Fossil watch that I've never worn because I'm so afraid of something happening to it. Dang. Um, the battery's been dead for five years or something, like. Um, I, I still have it. It's like, and it's like signed by Shepard Fairey, limited number, like, and I was so afraid of something happening to it that I've, I've literally never worn it. But so you saw the wallet. You didn't finish that story. And I made the joke about like, is there yeah. money in it? What'd she say? That was it? Nothing? Well, she went, no, no, I got you something else. Like, it's just not here yet. And I was like, oh, okay. All right. And then when I opened the box, I was like, holy shit, this is fucking. It just looked like a picture is, in the wallet and be like, no, yeah. no, no, it was just a wallet. Just an empty, empty wallet. That, no, six. 15, six, maybe 20 bucks? Six, no, $6.99. Oh, $6.99? Oh, yeah, no, it wasn't a fancy one. Oh, okay. It wasn't, like, real leather. It wasn't, like, it was, no. Tell me you could find a hot topic. I think it was something that she was, like, he, I know he needs a new wallet, and, like, this will buy me the time until the watch gets here. Yeah. But it was so funny, because, like, she's like, oh, my God, you got me, like, diamond earrings. Diamond earrings. 
Um, and now she makes jewelry. I mean, it's like I knew that you know jewelry was like meant something to her. I mean, it means something to all you ladies, but specifically her like being an actual jewelry smith now. Yeah. Um, a jeweler. No, like an actual jewelry smith. Because she actually like makes it, like crafts yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Very nice. So Tough process depending on what you make. Yeah, and I don't. I mean, she was going to school for it. We were both art majors at one point. Um, hi, yes. Piglet. In case you're wondering. I used to take jewelry uh, classes you, in high school. Not that she listens to this. Uh, she was going to college for it. Like she like knows it like smelt and everything. Like smelt, build molds, um, and uh, out of the wax and everything, and then yeah, put them yeah, in yeah. the plaster. Mm-hmm, oh, I've mm-hmm. done that. That's fun. Dealing with hot molten like silver or gold. Yeah, I mean That's she does fun. she does all of that shit. Um, and more power to her because obviously I give up on being an art major. But um, turns out I don't draw near as well as either Jim Lee or half the kids in my art class. Um, practice, Doug. Practice, practice, practice. It's not practice. It's a matter of style. I got really... That's true. You're really good at the graphic designing, like using Photoshop. Well, no, it's that my, my, when, I, when I draw, like when I actually draw stuff, um, my, because of my influences like Alex Toth and Mike Bignola, um, not, that I'm, not that I'm not you know, influenced by Jim Lee, um, but like uh, uh, Roy Lichtenstein, like all of my stuff is like very blocky, very uh, block shading, negative space. Um, like line heavy and very cartoony, um, and not more of that realism side. Yeah, it's more like like if you've ever seen like stuff like Samurai Jack or even like Dexter's Laboratory. Ah, uh, yes. The Gendy Tar- uh, the Gendy Tartarkovsky stuff um, is very my style. Um, that is a good style, though. But when you're in art, when you're you know taking art classes and there are kids drawing like photorealistic oranges, and I'm like, I just drew a circle. Um, yeah, I, it was more than that, but like, you know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. it's disheartening. Also, didn't want to spend $15 on a piece of paper for my finals. Um, you know, and you can't draw on the back of it uh, if, yeah. if uh, you fuck up. I mean, being an art major, very expensive. Oh, um, yeah, it is. $80, like, you know, crayons, effectively. Um, that you have How about I know? I have an entire basin full of canvases and paints and pastels and markers that I, I hate just... Work, hate working with charcoal. But anyway. Um, other tangent, another day. Yes. So on that note, uh, that's that's the vomitorium, unless you've got anything else? Not not at all. Uh, one of these days, I'll let myself introduce me and not Doug. One of these days. You mean days. one of these days, I'll let you introduce us? Yeah, sure. Whatever. <laughs> no, not us. Myself. Oh, that's just habit from no applause. Yeah, that's you and Deb. Okay, I'll see what I can do. So that's you and Deb. I'll, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> like, hold on. Let me run this up the flagpole and see what the boss has You're to say. You're the CEO. I you run it up yourself. <laughs> oh, that's a whole other house horse mounting joke in and of itself, folks. And I made her snort. So on that note... Uh, this is a vomitorium. Well, this is a vomitorium. I, I still don't have an outro for uh, when there's not only two of us, but one of us is a lady... Um, because my usual outro is, uh, I'm Doug, I'm a nerd, this has been my vomit, and I'm out like a boner in sweatpants. But that doesn't work usually when I have a second person and or a lady. So, um, I'm Doug, I'm nerd, Christina. And I'm just going to point to you so you can do it. Well, if you're too bad, exit, I did it. <laughs> did it do your little fucking sign off, dude. Just do it. Go ahead, go ahead. No. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this is what we call in the industry a Mexican standoff. Nope, that was the show, and we'll talk to you in two weeks. 
uh, as next uh, next episode is the No Applause, Just the Clap uh, monthly special. So, signing off without a sign-off. If you like this, check out some of our other shows like Exotic Liability, No Applause, Just the Clap, and Black Falls. We can be found at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for The BACN on Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play.